Welcome to Broadway Radio's Tell Me More. I'm your host, Matt Tiamanini. Here on Tell Me More, we strive to talk about projects and topics that don't often get covered on theater podcasts. On today's episode, honestly, I got a real treat. Longtime listeners know that In the Heights is one of my two or three favorite shows of all time. So when I got the opportunity to speak with Mandy Gonzalez, I was thrilled. As many of you know, while still a member of the Broadway company of Hamilton, where she has played Angelica Schuyler since September of 2016, Mandy was diagnosed with breast cancer last fall and immediately began treatment. Now, on Mondays throughout the entire month of June, Mandy is co-hosting a five-part live stream series with Marlene Meyerson, JCC Manhattan, called Broadway's Best for Breast Cancer. In these events, Mandy and her co-host Caroline Coles speak with medical professionals and Broadway stars about their experience with cancer, either as a survivor or as someone who has supported a loved one with the disease. In the series, Mandy has already spoken with her former In the Heights colleague and fellow breast cancer survivor Krista Rodriguez, as well as Carrie Butler, and this Monday, Mandy will chat with her Hamilton co-star and former Tell Me More guest, James Monroe Iglehart, whose wife recently battled cancer as well. And in the coming weeks in the series, she will speak with Telly Lee Young, Javier Munoz, Brian Stokes Mitchell, and more. In our conversation, Mandy and I spoke about the importance of these discussions that are being had in this series, especially in the middle of both the coronavirus and racism pandemics in our country. But I swear, we had a really good time in the conversation and talked about some other things as well. So without further ado, here's my conversation with the Beast, Mandy Gonzalez. First off, how, how how are you? Are you still homeschooling? Is that still going on? Or are you guys done? Yeah, no, it's still going on. We have like one more week, but I feel like everybody's pretty much done. <laughs> you know, the <laughs> teachers are tired, the parents are tired, the kids are tired. So, you know, it's it's homeschool, but it's very light, which is nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm but sure. Things are going good. You know, my family is safe and healthy and that's like the most important thing and uh everything else in the world is uh is pretty tough right now and so um you know i think it's just trying to figure out how you can be a voice um and also to try to uh continue to stay safe uh during this time yeah now how old is your daughter what grade is she in she's 8 She's eight and she's in second grade. So have you, because of all of the craziness in the world, whether that was the pandemic or the protest, have you been able to start to have some conversations with her about what is going on in the world at large? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think it's so important. And uh, I feel very fortunate in some ways that we're able to be home during this time because we can talk about things more. And it's things that we have talked about before. But, you know, taking a bike ride around the neighborhood and seeing different protests and seeing um, different signs up in people's yards, you know, she has a lot of different questions. And so we talk very openly as a family about what's going on and how we can be the the change that we want to see in the world. And uh, I feel lucky because Sesame Street did a really great um, Mm -hmm. did a really great special with uh, CNN. I think the first week of the protests and it was really, really good because it was for kids, but it was also for parents on how to make a difference and how you can make a difference in your community. And so I thought that it was um, 
it was really beautiful. And it, so we watched it as a family and then we, um, we made drawings about it and, uh, but we're very open about talking about it with her. That's great. And it's obviously a learning experience and a learning environment for everybody, not just kids, but I feel like yes. we all are learning something that even if we knew it on an intellectual level, I feel like we're learning a lot on a personal deeper level than maybe we'd even realized before. And that's not just the stuff of the past few weeks in the protest. I think that's the pandemic as well. We're learning just a lot about yeah. who we are as a people, both individually and collectively. Well, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, if you know? you're not, I mean, at this point, if you're not learning something over these past few months, you're doing it wrong. Um, yes, I feel like, you know, there's a reason uh, for all of these things. And so I think that if you're not having a moment of self-reflection, then you're missing out. So I hope that yeah. people are are doing a lot of thinking. Yeah, I mean, it's a, we're so used to in the world that we live in going 100 miles an hour. We've got to do this. We've got to be here. We've got to be that. And as awful as this mm. has been for a lot of people in, in a lot of ways financially and personally, the one silver yeah. lining is it's given us an opportunity to put things on pause and, and really take a, a, an honest accounting of what's going on in ourselves and in the world. But one of the things yeah. that you are doing to help educate people and to help give people some sort of connection is this series um, of health and wellness uh, seminars, uh, Broadway's Best for Breast Cancer with uh, the Marilyn Meyerson JCC of Manhattan. And mm -hmm. this is such a, a cool thing because a lot of times when we hear of Broadway stars or performers doing things like this, it is so focused on the professional side of things. And we're thinking, oh, there's going to be a lot of talk about careers, but you are partnering with right. doctors and, you know, and experts in the field, as well as some of your Broadway friends, a lot of whom I know have, yeah. whether it's experience dealing with cancer in their own life or in their family's life or some other medical conditions that's really impacted them. Like, this is a, a unique thing. I don't know that I've ever seen something like this before. Where did the idea uh, of this series come from? Oh, well, thank you, Matt, for, for all of the things you're saying. Uh, the series and idea really came from uh, my co-host, Carolyn Colas, who runs the Cancer Center at the JCC in Manhattan. And uh, she's incredible. She's an incredible person. And they reached out to me. Uh, they had heard about my story. You know, I was diagnosed with um, breast cancer uh, seven months ago. Uh, it's still very new for me. Sure. And with everything going on, I think that they were looking to do something like this online. But because her classes had been canceled, you know, everything was on lockdown. She still wanted to figure out how she could use her voice for, for good. And so... She reached out to me and it was really at a, I didn't realize, but it was really at the perfect time for me because, you know, I've just gone through treatment with chemotherapy. Um, I'm currently going through my last, um, I guess, leg of treatment, uh, which is radiation. Yeah. So I'm very, very happy, but I realized that I needed to also take care of me on the inside. And so much of my life, you know, has been about, you know, being a performer and then also using, finding my voice and using that to help others. And so I realized the way that I was going to help myself was through and heal was through helping others. And so they couldn't have reached out to me at a better time. And, and she said, you know, we're going to have professionals on there and uh, health professionals, and we'd love to talk to 
um, friends of yours from the Broadway community. And so I really wanted the people that I bring on the show from the Broadway community to be people that I myself have have been um, a big part of my journey with breast cancer, as well as I've learned so much just from them sharing their journey with me, whether it was with their family or reaching out to me as a friend or um, their own journey with uh, with cancer. And so, you know, our first show was with uh, Krista Rodriguez was our guest. And Krista, I couldn't say enough incredible things about her. You know, she's incredible. And she has been not only, um, you know, a friend through all this, she's really become like a sister. And uh, she was one of the first people I called when I was diagnosed with breast cancer, because she's really the only friend that I, I know that has had it, yeah. you know, yeah. and has been so open about it. And I was really at the beginning of my diagnosis, and I was only telling a few people. And uh, we met at Joe Allen's, because that's the place that you, <laughs> you go when you have when you anything could. to talk about. Exactly. Yeah, when you were allowed. Uh, we got, exactly. We got a corner table and we just started talking and the conversation hasn't stopped since. And so I I told Caroline, I said, I think the perfect person for the first episode is um, Krista Rodriguez. And she was so open and talking about her story, you know, and she has an incredible um, blog called Cancer Couture, which uh, is her journey through breast cancer. And I uh, you know, I'm hoping, and then we sing, you know, we gab and then we sing like a typical, like Broadway community, you know, that's how we deal with things through, um, through talking and through our voices. And so it was really beautiful and we sang for good. And then, um, you know, the beautiful thing about this show also is that there's a question and answer after the show. Mm -hmm. So if people do have questions and I was, you know, I'm so used to getting the questions about career advice and, you know, different things, but it's kind of like, how do you deal with this and have a career and have a child? And, you know, everything was questions that I so needed to talk about, you know, um, answers that I needed to talk about. So, um, so it's really just been such a beautiful experience and I'm excited for this week because Mm -hmm. uh, our guest is James Monroe Eichelhart. And James and I have been friends for such a long time because he was best friends with Chris Jackson, who played Benny during Mm. In the Heights. And I met James on stage and he was like, I love this show. Like, this is so great. (laughs) And then I saw him in Memphis and, you know, his talent is unmatchable. And then we became great friends during our time at Hamilton, where he played Jefferson and I played Angelica. And we became even better friends um, through both of our journeys with cancer. You know, uh, James uh, does not have cancer, but his wife was diagnosed um, about a year ago. And I remember when he came to work and told me about it. You know, he didn't tell many people. And it was kind of like, this is what I'm dealing with. And at that time, you know, I wasn't going through my own thing, um, but I was a friend to him and to his wife. And in turn, they have been such incredible friends to me through my journey. Like James is one of the first people I talked to. And so it's really like, like I said, it's really a healing because I'm also pointing a light on what's important when you do have a friend that's going through something and it's important to, to reach out and when you're ready to know that you don't have to go through this alone. 
Yeah, and it's it's so interesting as I look through the guests that are remaining because you're doing this every Monday uh, throughout the yes. month of, of June. You've got Tyler Lee Young coming up. You have another yes. in the Heights Hamilton connection with uh, Javier Munoz, and then you have at the in that last one as well. You have Brian Stokes Mitchell and his wife Allison Tucker uh, yes. coming up and. Stokes has obviously been through his own health situation here recently, but in his Mm -hmm. position um, leading the Actors Fund, like that's another part that I'm not sure that you have necessarily a connection with, but it's important for, I think, a lot of people to understand how vast and wide their organization reaches in the entertainment community for anything that people need. Absolutely. I mean, I remember when I was first diagnosed, reaching out to... um, Tom Viola at BCFA Mm -hmm. just to find out how to, and Actors Fund, just to find out how I can get any kind of guidance or help. And uh, he referred me to the Phyllis Newman Women's Health Initiative. And, you know, I felt um, because of those things, and Krista had a really wonderful experience with um, the Actors Fund, that it was important to know, for people to know that there are um, outlets out there. If you need to talk, if you need, um, if you need a doctor, if you need to figure out how to get a mammogram, there are ways. And you don't have health insurance. There are ways to figure it out. And uh, like I said, all of this show, it's really about people not feeling like they're alone. If they just want to listen yeah. to it, if they want to participate, they want to sing along. You know, our last show. Uh, Carrie Butler was on and we talked about music and movement and how that helps in your recovery. And it just helps in life in general. And uh, it was important to have Carrie on the show for me because she has been, I mean, she's an incredible talent again. And uh, she has been such a wonderful friend throughout my journey with breast cancer. You know, when people first started hearing about my story, um, people started to reach out and I'm one of those people who really love to help people, but I have a really hard time asking for help and accepting that. And Carrie was one of the people that called me. I, I I have to be honest, like I didn't call her back right away. Um, but she didn't stop there. Like she knew that I needed love and I needed support. And so she dropped off books at the theater. She dropped off snacks. She didn't, she didn't um, give up on me as a friend. And I felt like um, she was somebody important and it was important to talk about that because it's also okay if you're not ready to reach out to your friends and it's okay as a friend to continue to reach out. So, um, cause I think sometimes when people are diagnosed with something, you don't know what to say and, and what to do, but you know, really with everything that's, that happens in life, you know, silence is deafening. And, um, and it really hurts when people don't reach out, you know, even if you're not ready to, to talk, it really hurts when you feel like people aren't, um, aren't there for you. You know, it, you don't forget that, you know what I mean? So it's important to shine a light on the people that, um, that do reach out. So it's like, it's such a fun show and it's, it's what they say. It's, we, we laugh, we talk a lot. We laugh, we cry, um, and we learn like so much about each other through this show. And I would imagine this whole process has been, I mean, kind of like what we talked about, you know, over the last few months with the pandemic and the protests, like I would imagine this whole past seven months for you has been a a fairly incredible learning uh, experience, whether you wanted to go through it or not, you were forced to probably learn a lot about 
yourself and 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 I'm sure that a lot of that the, that newfound knowledge is some of the stuff that you're imparting in the show itself. Absolutely. Um, it definitely allows you to be vulnerable. And um, through this uh, journey with breast cancer, I've really learned that vulnerability is not a weakness, but a strength. And really talking out loud for me has been such a big part of this process and uh, educating people about cancer and breast cancer because early detection is so important. And it was my first mammogram that um, I ever got in my life. And I don't have a history of breast cancer. Um, And so it's important for people to know at 40, you should get a mammogram, like even though you don't have a history of breast cancer in your family, because it can save your life. And I can't tell you, like, I'm such an overachiever in my life, Matt. Um, (laughs) But to go through breast cancer during a pandemic, I feel like, okay, like, I didn't need all of that, you know, but I did it. You know, I went through chemotherapy during, like, a pandemic. Like, who who in their right mind wants to do that? But it's happening. And I want those people that are going through it with me to know that they're not alone because our appointments are getting canceled. Our appointments are getting postponed. Um, we're re- some people are recently diagnosed and they have to go to those doctor visits either by video conference or they go alone. And that's a really hard thing to do. I mean, I can't imagine going to my doctor visits without my husband by my side, you know, or without a friend to take notes for me because I was so emotionally distraught that I needed somebody there for support. And so I'm hoping that this platform allows people that are feeling even those feelings of frustration and anger and all of these things because it's such a hard thing to go through cancer and then to go through it with the circumstance that we've been put in. It's hard. And so I want people to know that it's okay to be mad and it's okay to be upset and sad and, and feel all those things about that, you know, having to do that. So, um, so really that's my, that's been my goal with this. It's like, Caroline's like, when do you want to start? Should we, is it too early to start now? And I said, no, because in my support group online on Facebook, like people are having their appointments um, postponed and they're just kind of like, now I have cancer. Now I can't deal with it. Like, what do I have to do? And should I feel bad about calling my doctor because I have this when my doctor's overloaded already? And the truth is, no, you shouldn't feel bad. And that's why it's important that Allison Estabrook is on there as well, who is one of the top um, physicians for breast cancer in New York City and who is the creator of the Cancer Care Center at the JCC because people can ask her those questions and she is couldn't be a more incredible person and doctor. But, you know, the fact is she's saying to people, no, we're showing up. We're going, we're waiting for your phone call. And so if you, you don't have to wait. And so people can feel, take a breath and just, um, if they do have those kind of questions, they can ask them um, at the Q&A after the show. So um, it's really turned into such a beautiful thing, Matt. And uh, I couldn't be more proud to be part of it. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like I mean, it sounds like the exact type of lifeline to fit this moment in history for so many people. Um, I can only imagine, like you said, going through, you know, chemotherapy in the middle of a pandemic. That is 
I mean, just doing it normally is a is something that would require a beast mentality. But that is pretty beastly yes. for you to be able to do those <laughs> at the exact same time. You're fitting I told in. You with I'm the, the beast. Yeah, that, I'm the beast. I fit in with my my tag name. It's uh, but you know, it's it was hard. Uh, I'll be honest with you, Matt. It was really hard. And uh, part of getting through breast, getting through chemotherapy, I was like, okay. I'll be with my husband and we can ring the bell together and we did it together. Like we made it through this really hard time and not to be able to do that was heartbreaking for me, you know, because it was like a goal that I set. I'm really goal oriented person, but you know, we did the next best thing. My husband dropped me off at uh, Memorial Sloan Kettering. And when I was done, he was waiting outside. You know, I put it on my Instagram waiting outside with signs with my daughter that mm-hmm. said, you did it, mom. We're so proud of you. And then all of the nurses from Memorial Sloan Kettering came outside with their masks on and they applauded. And it was just like we had that moment. You know, it wasn't what we exactly planned, but everybody at Memorial Sloan has been so wonderful to me. And NYU Langone, where I had my surgery with Dr. Freya Schnabel, um, has been such a, a cheerleader for me during this process. And I know that they're there for all of their patients. And you know, they're really putting themselves on the line, you know, um, but they do it. They show up every day. And uh, I couldn't be more grateful. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And and everything that the healthcare professionals in this country have been doing during this time is so f- far above and beyond. And, and I know they wouldn't have it, you know, any other way they, they do their any job. Way. But, but it's it, right. it always bears repeating about just how incredible they have been during these past few months. But um, I do want to talk about a few other things before we go, though. Sure. Uh, you posted this thing on Instagram tying in with uh, being called the Beast. It just says belting with the Beast, more details to come. I can only imagine <laughs> what that is. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. You know, I started doing um, it's a it's a few different things. So it's a new uh, program that I'm starting uh, of master classes of learning to really find your voice, whether that's through uh, the way that exercises that I'm going to be giving students, um, information that we're gonna be working on with songs, uh, but I really want everybody to sing, sing out, sing um, to their fullest potential and uh, really let their voice be heard. So we're going to talk about a lot of different things, but it's going to be a masterclass, one of the one of the packages that I'm going to be offering. And then because so many young people are graduating from high school or graduating from college and they don't have a way to kind of celebrate with their family and their musical theater kids and they, you know, They want to have a voice during that time. I'm also offering a package where um, we sing a duet together. And it's something that you can show your family. And at the same time, we have, um, it depends on which package you end up getting, but we have a 30-minute package where you can, we talk, and we can talk about anything. We can work on material for getting ready for college, getting ready for classes, but we can also just talk about career and life and things like that. So I'm really excited about it. But I think that Belting with the Beast was the perfect example because, um, you know, like people have said, Karen Oliva said, the Beast don't need no vocal warm up. Well, you know, it's not really the truth. <laughs> but 
do take uh, that name now with the badge of honor, and I want to share that that knowledge with other people. Yeah, and well, between that and fearless, I feel like both of your nickname and catchphrase or whatever they they weave so well together. Uh, especially given Thanks, everything Matt. you've been through now, it's just uh, it's a really beautiful thing. But um, thank you. I've I must say, especially with James coming up uh, on your next episode, I've seen you two together in Hamilton twice now, um, and it's it's fantastic every time. And um, I've been such a longtime fan, you know, dating back for. Um, many, many years, and I'm just so excited to hear that you are healthy and that you are staying positive and that everything is going well with you and your family, and uh, uh, I'm just very grateful for everything that you have given us as a performer and now as somebody who is kind of working to to educate the public. I, I think it's so special, and I'm, I'm just, just so grateful for all of it. Thank you so much, and if you tune in, you know, the thing is, is that James and I have never been able to sing together. Right. You know, we always do these like little Facebook posts or Instagram posts, like in the stairwell of the theater and where we're singing together, but uh, we're going to be doing a duet together. And I'm so, so excited because it's, it's material that we've never been cast for, but it's material that we absolutely love. And so, um, you know, this is a great platform to be able to do it. That's perfect. Well, thank you so much. I, I wish you the best in everything, but especially in trying to finish out this school year with your daughter. I uh, can't thank even you, imagine Matt. what that's gonna what that's like. But um, continued health and happiness, and hopefully we will uh, see you all again uh, on the other side. All right. Thanks, Matt. Take Thanks care so of yourself. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me More. My name is Matt Timonini. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt, and you can reach out to Broadway Radio on both Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. We will have all of Mandy's social media information, as well as details about how you can watch Broadway's Best for Breast Cancer in the show notes and on BroadwayRadio.com. Tell Me More is produced and edited by me. Special thanks, of course, to the always fearless Mandy Gonzalez, Jeff Simmons, Allison Rosen, and the man without whom none of Broadway Radio is possible, James Marino. Thanks again for listening, and remember, Pacencia Fay. Also, always get a second scoop, and when you get the chance, ask people to tell you more. <laughs>